Welcome back to the Spinning Bat Kick podcast. I'm your host, Aiden Waxman. I'm here solo today. I'll be going over the recent UFC fight night, headliner being Max Holloway and Brendan Allen fighting in the featherweight division. And I know usually we go and look through some of the preliminary fights first, but tonight I thought that we should maybe start with the, the headliner, the main event, Max Holloway and Brandon Allen. Holloway wins by unanimous decision. On my scorecard, I had Holloway winning, I think it was four rounds, so I think I had about 49, 46 on my scorecard. Brendan Allen had a very solid round two, but Holloway made some really good adjustments, continued to work the body really well. Both fighters' movement was fantastic the entire time. Movement was great, lots of moving in circles and staying active. Some great combinations thrown by Max Holloway, bloodied up Brandon Allen a good bit for the duration of that fight. I thought that Brandon Allen, not to take anything away from him, he had a great performance. He did really well against Max Holloway, but tonight the Blessed Express showed just how good he is. At this point, he really is a gatekeeper of the featherweight division. He has lost to Volkanovski so many times, and I don't really see Holloway going for another title fight against Volkanovski. I don't think that we want to see that as fans, or I'm not going to speak for the fans, but for me personally, I wouldn't like to see that fight again. It's just too many times we get the idea that Volk at the end of the day here is the better fighter, has Max Holloway's number. All of that aside, Max Holloway had a fantastic performance tonight. He did a great job of working the body of Brandon Allen and opening up some really nice shots, did a good job of using his kicks. I thought it was a great performance from Holloway. As per usual, he ate some really big shots from Allen. He ate a head kick, he ate some big hooks. That's what Max Holloway's known for. He's known for his durability and his chin. Tonight, he did everything. We saw, I would say, the some of the best of Max Holloway tonight. Fantastic performance. Max Holloway, what's next for him? How about a fight with Brian Ortega? I know that Ortega hasn't fought in a little bit. He has. It's been a decent minute since he fought, actually. So I would love to see him get back in the octagon and fight Max Holloway. Not necessarily for a title shot, but I think it would be a great fight between a couple of contenders. I think a fight night would be a little bit disingenuous. I think it should be on a UFC pay-per-view card, but Max Holloway has plenty of time left to go. The Blessed Express keeps on chugging along. Now, moving on to Brandon Allen, he has suffered his first loss, actually, in his UFC career. His very first loss he suffered tonight against Max Holloway. I think Allen was about 10-0 in his UFC career. First loss tonight. Brandon Allen is very, very talented mixed martial artist. He has plenty of time to grow and develop. And he showed tonight, Michael Bisping said, that Brandon Allen showed that he belongs at the top of the pack. And I completely agree. He showed that he can compete with the best bantamweights in the entire world. Max Holloway is definitely, I think in any other promotion, Max Holloway is the featherweight champion of the world. Unfortunately, Alex Volkanovsky is there, and he is really, really good. Fantastic fight, though, overall. Really looking forward to seeing what the fighters, both fighters, have in their future. Both of their futures are bright. Blessed Express going to keep on doing what he's doing. Brandon Allen has, as I said, plenty of time to work through those featherweight rankings, improve his game. But tonight, Max Holloway, great job, great fight, great striking, lots of activity. Very, very fast-paced fight. 
lots of cardio. Another thing we got to see from Max Holloway tonight was his ability to maintain some really, really good cardio. I would love to see Arnold Allen fight Chan Sung Jung, actually. Now that I think about it, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, who should Allen be fighting? I would love to see him fight the Korean zombie. It would be a really interesting fight. I love the Korean zombie. He's my favorite fighter, actually. I would love to see those two guys fight. I think that would be really fun. Same style. I think Allen wins, but who knows? TKZ can do some very, very crazy stuff. That's what he's known for. Another featherweight fight we had tonight was with Edson Barboza, the number 14th ranked featherweight in the UFC, and Billy Q, Billy Quarantillo. I thought that this fight would be an absolute barn burner. It was a barn burner. Yes, it only lasted a round. I'm aware of that, but it was still a really good fight. Great activity from both guys, big shots thrown, plenty of calf kicks, even for, you know, about, what, about two or three minutes in the first round. Billy Q gets Edson on the fence, and Billy tried to change levels, I think. And Edson Barboza just throws the most vicious knee. It was perfectly timed as well. Right when Billy Q went for that level change, Edson Barboza just shoots his knee from the mat. And the next thing you know, Billy Q's on the ground, and he doesn't really know what happened to him. Fantastic performance from Barboza. Barboza, another one of my favorite fighters to watch. He's so entertaining. His style's so fantastic. I'm so glad he won tonight. I feel for Billy Q. I love Billy Q as well. Great fighter. But Billy Q has a he has plenty of time left on him. His clock is going to keep on ticking and he's going to keep on delivering more great fights for us UFC fans. Edson Barboza might move up a couple spots in the featherweight rankings. Would love to see that. Maybe he can face a top 10 featherweight contender, start making his way back in the featherweight elite. It'd be really exciting to see him back where I think he belongs. Plenty of great fights tonight as we keep going. What was really a very good fight night card. I, on paper, before this card even started, I looked at these fights and I said, man, this is a really good card for a fight night. I told myself that I would watch all five of the main card fights. I actually wasn't able to because guess what, guys? The very first blog is up on the Spinning Back Kick blog page. I'll actually link that in the podcast description so you guys can check that out. The articles about UFC 287, the winners of UFC 287, and what's next for them. Some great fights on that card as well, as many of you guys know. So go ahead and check that blog post out. Let me know what you guys think, and I hope you guys really enjoy it. But back to what we were talking about, back to this event. I was going to watch these all the main card fights. I didn't because I got caught up writing the blog post, but I was able to watch all of the main card fights at the end of the day, either on replay or live. So I got to see like Holloway live. I got to see Barboza live. The rest, Royval and Mateus Nicolau, which I'm going to go over next, I saw live. That fight was very, very fun. Another very quick fight ended in round one. Brandon Royval wins by... Uh, it was a really, really nice... It looked like a knee. I think it was a knee. At first, it looked like it was a kick, but I noticed that Royval's knee caught Nikolaus' chin just head on. Nikolaus collapsed to the ground. He was, like, holding onto the mat for dear life. He was holding onto the canvas for dear life. And then, next thing you know, Nikolaus is out cold. Royval is the winner of that fight. Flyweight, not a very stacked division at all because there's not a lot, let's face it, there's not a lot of guys who weigh 125 except for me and maybe about, what, we'll go with 5% of the population. A lot of grown adults who weigh around that weight is not very few and far between. There are guys like Davis and Figueredo who are able to cut a bunch of weight to get there, but that's not a pleasant experience. 
So flyweight, not a very stacked division, but when you get into the top 10, you start to see that these guys are just so technically gifted and talented and such hard workers because when you're that small and that light, you have to work that much harder to refine your techniques and make sure that everything looks really, really good and everything is efficient and you're able to maximize your power because let's face it, a 125 pound fighter is not going to be able to punch like Francis and Ghana. But if you use enough technique, you can definitely make up for some of that strength discrepancy and do a bunch of damage to the fighters in your weight class. That's what Roy Vall did tonight. Fantastic performance, fantastic knockout. Roy Vall, the number four flyweight contender in the UFC, defeating Nicolau, the number five contender. Roy Vall moves on to 15 and six. What's next for him? I honestly have no clue. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Flyweight is very chaotic right now. I never expected Davis and Figueredo to be facing Manel Cop next. So at this point, I'm going to lay my hands off and let Dana White and Hunter Campbell do the work there because I not much I can do with guessing what happens at Flyweight. But I do know that Brandon Moreto is fighting Alexander uh, Pantoja for the Flyweight belt. That'll be a rematch, a revenge match for Moreno, who lost in his previous fight to Pantoja. So that should be a very exciting fight. Very much looking forward to that. Brandon Moreno, fantastic champion, great guy, and a an even better fighter. Is he an even better fighter than he's a guy? I don't know. That's a question for you guys to answer. Going from small fighters to big fighters, let's go to the light heavyweight division. This will be the final two fights we go over for this card. So first fight from the light heavyweight division tonight, Yon Kutalaba is going to move to 17-9 and after defeating Tanner Bozer. Yon Kutalaba was, had a great demonstration of power in that fight. Did a great job of landing some big shots and then finally one of those big shots got through the guard of Bozer. Bozer was very much so hurt, and Kutalaba goes to the wrestling, hits a double leg on Bozer, takes him down, just beats him up from there, and fights over. Another round one finish. I'm not, I didn't even realize how many round one finishes we had tonight until I started going over the fights. A lot of great action tonight for this Kansas City card, and great crowd in Kansas City as well. I think it was like the tomahawk chop sound going, lots of USA chants, Kansas City, very active uh, MMA community. I know they have plenty of trainers there, and it was great to see the fans get an opportunity to show out and experience a fantastic event. It was really, really good. Kutalaba, fantastic performance. I thought that Tanner Bozer would be a little bit faster at light heavyweight, to be totally honest. I, I He looked very cut this fight, and he looked really good, but it's one of those things where physical appearance not necessarily determines how good of how much quickness and agility that you have. An unfortunate loss for Bozer, who moves to 20-10, and 10, but a great win for Kudalaba as he continues through. I think is more of a cash cow. I don't think he's a contender of any sort, but he's definitely a cash cow. He'll get some good finishes, and he'll make some great fights. His press conferences are very entertaining. There was one where he went dressed as the Hulk, green paint and everything. So definitely a cash cow for the UFC, and it'll be exciting to see his future. The last fight I'll cover tonight Another light heavyweight fight between two ranked light heavyweight fighters, number 15, Azamat Mirzakhanov, and 
number 13, Dustin Jacoby. Mirzakhanov undefeated, and he remains undefeated tonight after a unanimous decision victory. All judges scored the contest 29-28. I also scored the contest 29-28 on my scorecard when I watched it on replay. Overall, judges had one, they had one really bad decision, and that was the first fight of the night. It was a complete robbery. I, it was two women fighting. It was like the very first fight of the card. I think it was like early prelims, and the judges just totally messed it up. And, you know, judging needs to be fixed. Something I will address in a blog post very soon. Propose some solutions because at this point it's starting to get a little bit ridiculous. Judges can't be held accountable. At this point, there's no way to hold judges accountable, which is really frustrating. And as a community, I think that we need to be able to express our frustration with judging. And at the same time, the UFC needs to do something about it because it's getting out of hand. And Dana White can complain about it all he wants, but you got to come up with a solution somehow. And I don't want to hear, oh, you know, there's no solution. We can't do anything. You can do something about it. You can talk to state athletic commissions. You can define criteria for judging. You can get lawyers involved. You can do something about it. And if you don't, it's just a sign of laziness. Judging, absolutely a problem in the UFC at the moment and the problem in mixed martial arts at the moment. It's been a problem in boxing for decades, but for the Mirzakhanov and Jacoby fight, judges did their job. And I think for the rest of the night, for the most part, they did their job. Mirzakhanov had a really good round one, actually knocked down Jacoby with, I think it was a big right hand, landed some other punches, some really nice shots. Jacoby had some control time and Round two and in round three, Mirzakhanov with some really good strikes, securing the victory. And Mirzakhanov will definitely move up in those rankings as he remains undefeated, but he does not look indestructible. He's not like a, a fighter like Usman Nurmagomedov where they're 16 and 0 and it's very hard to see someone that could stop them. Mirzakhanov is a fantastic striker, don't get me wrong. But I'd like to see him face a real grappler, someone who can really get him to the ground and test him there. I'm sure that Dana White and Hunter Campbell will find an opponent for him that will give him a bit of a challenge. As 13-0, Azamat Mirzakhanov will definitely move up, as I said earlier, in those light heavyweight rankings. Overall, fantastic event, fantastic fight night. Really enjoyed watching it. Looked like a pretty good card on paper. It was a good card in reality. Some fantastic action tonight in terms of striking, especially didn't see. I'm not sure if we had any submissions on this card, but plenty of TKOs, plenty of knockouts, plenty of exciting fights as we continue to go and move on through these next couple of months. There's going to be some really exciting events coming. I know that we International Fight Week, we don't know much about it yet, but as June comes along, we're going to start getting more and more hints of what's happening. We're going to start getting news of what's what fights are going to be made. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm sure all the fans are as well. Plenty of excitement coming up in the MMA community. Speaking of excitement, one fighter on the rise in the flyweight division is Tatsuro Taira, undefeated Japanese mixed martial artist. Looks like the future, the future of Japanese mixed martial arts. There will be an article on my blog about Tatsuro Taira tomorrow. And I'm really looking forward to getting that out there. Taira's one of my favorite fighters. He's probably my second favorite fighter. He's probably right behind the Korean zombie. Love seeing him succeed. Fantastic submission artist. Also really great at mixing things up on the feet, giving you different looks. It should be an exciting piece. I really hope you guys read about it. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to you guys tuning in on all the content that's going to be coming out. Our social media pages are going to be having a lot of content coming out within the next couple of, well, forever from now on. There's going to be plenty of content on the social media pages. I'm really looking forward to making some really funny posts for you guys. 
I've already started making some of those today. You guys can go check that out, SBKMMA, on all social media platforms, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. We'll have some YouTube shorts coming soon. So thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We will be back next week, and have a great rest of your day or night wherever you are in the world.